0: Listener exclusive. I have a delicious secret. The Limestone Coast's Hidden Secrets. Lobster Coasters, we are up to Ep 14 of the Limestone coast Hidden Secrets. And if you haven't checked out the other Hidden Secret podcasts as yet, jump on to the Listener app and check out all about the... All the stuff that's going on in our backyard. Now I have had an awful lot of fun with the Limestone Coast Hidden Secrets Podcast so far uncovering so many really, really interesting facts. But I've got to tell you, I have got a destination that you are going to love, especially if you've never been before. Lake McIntyre is a jewel in the crown of the Limestone Coast. It is a beautiful spot to rest, to relax, to catch up with friends and family or to just lose yourself in nature. And I wanted to find out a whole lot more about Lake McIntyre and about how it came about. I have got a lady called Sheila on the line. She joins me for a chat about Lake McIntyre. Sheila, good morning. Good morning. Sheila, Lake McIntyre. What was it before it was Lake McIntyre?
1: It was a quarry. Really? by Wattle Range Council, yes. Um, And uh, Wattle Range Council... Uh, Purchased the land in about 1975 um, and used the sandstone there. So um, Lake McIntyre's been worked out, so it's now a lake, Um, and next to it is a working quarry part of the of the uh, whole area. So um yeah, so we still have workers on the other side, um, which one day I guess they might hand over to us, but it probably won't be in my
0: lifetime. I, don't think. <laughs> I was gonna say, is there gonna be an extension to uh, to Lake McIntyre?
1: Well, I think that is the plan, <laughs> but um I'm sort of not working on that plan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Hey um something that you might not know, Sheila, but how big is the site?
1: Ah oh. Okay, I don't know how big the whole site is. I can tell you that the walking trail is 1.6 kilometres because I do it quite regularly, Um, but I I actually don't know. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm not sure about that. Sorry.
0: That's all right. Um, How did Lake McIntyre go from being a a council sandstone quarry into Mm -hmm. this wonderful reserve that we have now that can be enjoyed by anybody everywhere?
1: Yeah, well, I think it was just, it was uh, the works manager at the time, Trevor Osborne, uh, back in the day, um, he saw, uh, you know, that it could be a good place to to make into a wetland. So it was really his, his vision that uh, made it go ahead. Um, he was, yeah, very much the instigator for it. So um, we have to thank him. He has passed away now. But we have um, a little hut there that we've got his a little plaque on. And we have one of our little islands is called uh, Osborne Island. So uh, we remember him.
0: Now, how did you guys go about transforming the site of an old quarry into Lake McIntyre? Yeah, yeah uh,
1: well, uh, it wasn't before my time, but um, I wasn't part of it then. Um, but uh, another guy called Bob Downs, actually, was a great uh, worker there for many, many years. And, um, it, you know, several people's vision as to how it could be established uh, um, and made into the magnificent place it is today. So an awful lot. Of, if you haven't been there, um, you probably wouldn't realize the amount of trees that had to be planted. The, the it would be thousands,
0: thing. wouldn't it?
1: Thousands and we're still planting hundreds, to be quite honest, because some of them are almost past their use by date. You know, so um, it's an ongoing uh, event, Um, and so it it took many years for it to be as it is today. Really, Mm. it wasn't 1991 that um, a committee was actually formed to develop the lake, and um, and then it went from there. Really, Uh, and I didn't jump on board till. I can't remember, it's about 16 years, I think, since I've become chairperson, but I was on the committee from 1999. My son, um, Adrian, um, was, was out there taking photographs and um, you know, recording birds, he is a birdo, and um, uh, he became a, a member of the committee. He was only about 17, and when he left to go to Broome, um, I took over his role there, and that's how I got sort of lumbered into that situation <laughs> and then our very good um uh, president um brian foster um he decided to retire after many many years and um how i i got lumbered with that job as well so and i've been doing that like i say for 16 years so um and look it gets into your blood it's something that you know we talk about every day i think it's um it's just such a great place to and there's lots happening, you know. Uh, we have weddings and funerals and lots of barbecues, obviously. So, yeah, so...
0: Sheila, what I love is, is not only is it a fantastic spot for people to to go to and, and to, for want of a better word, to commune with nature, but oh. um, you guys have a a wonderful band of people who continue to work on that site and to to make it a a wetlands nature reserve um that is that is going to be a jewel in the crown of the limestone coast forever
1: Mm, mm, yeah that that's right and look you'd be surprised i mean we've got a website so people can um log on to that from and we get people from all over australia and all over the world actually that you know can log in and see what's there and come and and we never get anyone saying it's a dreadful place. They all come back. So, yeah, I mean, and the bird life is fantastic. You know, during the breeding season, we have probably too many um, royal bills nesting. And and now the ibis have decided too. the Australian ibis have decided they'll nest there too. So they're sort of doing a bit of damage to some of our trees because... um, You know the real estate is is pretty limited there, and so they cram themselves into as many spots as they can um, on the islands, and um, and that makes people come to have a look and to take lots of photos you know it's great
0: mm. You bring up an interesting point Sheila obviously there wasn't a whole lot of bird life in that particular area no. of uh, of Millicent up until the creation of Lake McIntyre Yeah
1: that's right, mm. I mean there's the sewage works for the road which is if you're a birder you'll know that that is a great place to find birds but um, the, uh, yeah apart from that I guess they were, oh, well, there's Mullin swamp and what have you but there are bits further out of town. But this is so accessible, really, you know. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, and
0: it's, what sort of wildlife have you guys been able to attract to the site that is Lake McIntyre? Oh,
1: gosh. Um, well, apart from birds, we've, we've got resident wallabies. We've probably got, I don't know, seven or eight at least. Um, we do occasionally see an echidna. We've got loads of possums, obviously, both sorts. Uh, yeah, so... Um, and lizards and, of course, snakes. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a real nature area, you know. So that's why I should say that we don't have any we we don't allow dogs in the area mm. um, because um, they could uh, upset our wildlife and our birds that nest and what have you on the ground. And yeah, so. That is one of our policies that's a no, I'm sorry to say. Sheila, um,
0: just like um, the Valley Lakes here in Mount Gambier, you sure. have a, a policy where the, the gates are closed at night, but they're yes. back open each and every morning?
1: Yes. So that's they're, they're closed at sunset. They're opened at 8 a.m. every
0: morning. And they tell me that uh, you've got a whole lot of volunteers who are very active, especially on a Tuesday.
1: Monday and Tuesday uh, we have eight a m till midday stop for ten o'clock morning tea. that's you know regulation um and and that's great because uh you know it's it's a, it's quite a large area, and so people are in all different areas of the lake so we all meet for morning tea and can chat about what we've seen on the lake, what we're doing et cetera et cetera so you know that's a must um yeah so uh, it's a, they're a good band of people, but um, we always are looking for more volunteers, obviously.
0: Now, Sheila, you tell me that you got involved with Lake McIntyre because of your son mm-hmm. and uh, and that Lake McIntyre has got into your soul.
1: <laughs> yes, what and is, husbands, I have to say.
0: <laughs> what is your favourite part about Lake McIntyre?
1: Oh, gosh a good question. It's lovely to see so many people there that you can chat to, but of course my passion is the birds um, and um, as uh, field gnats, um I'm on the field nets um, we're not bored, whatever you want to call it I mm, belong to it, yep. millicent field Nets and um, we do a, a bird uh, count, a bird survey there every month and record that and it goes to eBird which is a, bird, a, a worldwide birding site, um, and I also record it on a Lake Macintosh spreadsheet. So that goes back for many, many years. My son started that many years ago, along with Bob Downs. And uh, so so it's interesting to see what birds still arrive, which ones don't come anymore for various reasons. The habitat's not right, um, or for other reasons, um, uh, yeah, so we've got a really good spreadsheet of, of what happens there. Um, and we can go back and say, when did we last see whatever? Uh, and it, it's, inter- it's, well, it's, it's history, you know, and, it, and it's worth recording. Mm.
0: How many different bird species do you get at Lake McIntyre?
1: Oh, gosh. Well, we did a bird survey um, last Sunday, and we got 44. We can get more than that. Sometimes we get less than that. That's different species, of course. Um, it depends on the time of the year, time of the day, the weather, you know, all sorts of things um, play a, a role in that.
0: And what sort of things do we get to see at Lake McIntyre? I mean, what sort of birds do we need to look out for?
1: Oh, gosh. Well, see, we only do the water birds, of course. There's, there's plenty of bush birds there as well. Um so, I mean, swans, uh, a pair of swans are there most of the time and have bags there. They nest several times. They don't always get the height of their nest right. It sometimes uh, doesn't work and they have to build another one. But, um, and lots of different ducks, obviously. Um, yeah, gosh, I could go on and on, really. Um, so, <laughs> um, let me think. Uh, so all the bushbirds, you know. Actually, we we, we put a list up on uh, the tourist information centre. Have got a board up there, so anyone that's popping in there can see what birds for the month that are, are around Lake MacIntyre. And you know, obviously, some people come from different places, and there are birds they've never seen before. Well, they're more than likely to see them at Lake Mac. So yeah, and. Um, and like I said, um, the royal spoonbills, you know, they're uh, nesting, and they nest for a long time. So, and it's quite actually close to where you can sit and watch them make great photographs.
0: Now, Sheila, you've got a masked lapwing that yes. you guys are pretty proud of.
1: We are. We're very proud of. Yes.
0: Tell so, me the story.
1: Well, the story is that uh, my son. Uh, is a bird bander, and um, he banded the the, um, lapwing as a little chick at the front gate of McIntyre. And um, a few years ago now, um, uh, Rosie Pouncey and myself, I think it was, um, sighted this lapwing with a band on. Now, when they've got a band on around their little leg, it's not always easy to read the number on it. (laughs) So we did spend quite a few hours trying to get this jolly bird to stand still so that we could take a photograph and then send it to the Australian Bat Banding Scheme. And, um, and they reported back to say that it was Adrian who banded it. It hasn't moved and it's now the ripe old age of 24, which is the oldest living recorded Mars Lapwing in Australasia.
0: That is sensational. Now, yeah. Sheila, I've got to ask, the podcast is called Limestone Coast Hidden Secrets. What else can you tell me, hidden secret-wise, about Lake McIntyre?
1: Well, there are little nooks and crannies there, you know. You don't have to just walk the lake. Um, we've got something called Downs Island and Foster's, uh, Foster's Hill um, where you can sneak around and there's a seat up at Downs Island and, and there's a lookout. So um, there's lots of... And uh, look, I should also say, I guess, that we have three gas barbecues that are um, free. Uh, we have toilets and uh, we cater for the disabled uh, and, and a wheelchair will go around the 1.6 uh, lake uh, and one of the bird hides they can get down into One of them has steps, so that's not as easy. Um, But, yeah, uh, and look, you just never know what you're going to see. You know, you can be surprised by a wallaby sitting there looking at you or, you know, it's just a good place to be. And look, you can meet people out there that, you you know, you've no idea who they are and you can... Strike up a friendship with them. It's it's great. We have lots of people that jog around the lake, walk around the lake every day, even before the gates are open. We have cars that park outside and and people are in there uh, walking around, meeting their friends for coffee, having breakfast out there. It, you know, it's yeah.
0: Sheila I could go on and on <laughs> for people who have never been out to Lake McIntyre and I can guarantee that there will be people yeah. who have not been out to Lake McIntyre um, what would you even say to them M-
1: even from Millison people haven't still <laughs> been out there you'd be surprised <laughs> but they're surprised when they do go out there
0: what would you say to them
1: I'd say come and have a look a look it's, it's not off the beaten track it's easy to find um, and come and just and have a walk around, and and I think you'll be amazed at how lovely it is.
0: Sheila, it has been wonderful to talk about Lake McIntyre. I think it is incredible what you and your volunteers do on a on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis. I think it's fantastic what you've been able to achieve in Thank the you. the decades that uh, that people have been working at, at Lake McIntyre. And I think that anybody who has never been should take a trip yeah. and uh, just spend a day communing with nature. Thank you for telling me a little bit about Lake McIntyre and helping me to uncover the hidden secrets of this beautiful area of the Limestone Coast.
1: It's been my pleasure. Thank you. Listener